Welcome to The Rot Focus, a podcast for rotters, newbies, and veterans, and everyone in between. We're hosted by M.A. Lee with the assistance of Remy Black and Edie Rooms, all from Rotters Inc. Books. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Each episode lasts as long as it takes to fix a quick dinner, grab a short commute, or take a brisk walk. Resources and links are in the show notes. Visit us at therockfocus.blogspot.com. Now, on to this week's episode. Our last episode looked at the four classic heroic leaders who can become protagonists with developed personalities and flaws, skew them sideways, and they become antagonists. The same will happen with the four unheroic heroes that are the focus for this episode. Warrior, Creator, Magician, and Sage are looking at them as antagonist, Tool, Dreamer, Machiavelli, and Robot. Have you ever created an unheroic hero? The protagonist you started with transforms from your original vision. That protagonist may never achieve the goal your story needs him to achieve. When this happens, your protagonist has turned into an unheroic hero. The unheroic hero may twist and writhe within the parameters we set for our protagonist until his personality transforms. Other story may twist and writhe until it takes unintended directions. Both of these situations can be creatively wonderful, but frustratingly challenging. These archetypes might entice the writer in us to construct a story around them. Nevertheless, that story will not become what we imagined when first we embarked on our manuscript. These unheroic hero archetypes can become extremely angsty for us writers when they turn to evil and they are fascinating characters, even as they disappoint us. Warrior, creator, magician, sage. We expect these to be heroes, saviors. While warriors and creators may not suspect that they can cause evil in their attempts to to do good, magician and sage have a definite inclination toward evil. Warrior tool. If ever an archetype was looking for the name hero, this one is it. Let me at him, the warrior yells. Warriors are courageous in the face of insurmountable obstacles and stolidly tough against draconish opponents. They ride straight at the problem, attack it, and usually win. Why is the warrior not a hero archetype? What's wrong? Plenty. The warrior doesn't think. He just drives in. Protagonists must think about these three things with every action. The dangers to themselves and others. Second, the consequences of their actions. And third, the vacuum that will be left when the leader dies. The warrior is too simple. He sees a problem. He knocks it down. He judges in stark extremities. He may think he is honorable but he is merely abiding by a set of rules that someone laid down. Honor and discipline, compassion and mercy, morality and ethics. These are the nobler ideals of the protagonist, and the warrior lacks them. 
Thus, he is an unheroic hero, for it is the internal conflict that makes our readers cheer when the hero overcomes obstacles. The warrior does make an excellent ally for one of the four types of leaders. His courage and loyalty will never be questioned. The positive warrior becomes the negative tool when he acts as little more than an automaton. As writers, we can point the tool at anything, wind him up, and let him go. A wind-up soldier who never questions. His actions are a series of achievements, notches on his sword belt. He doesn't care how he wins, just that he wins. When he reports to his leader, he doesn't expect praise. He wants the next assignment. A story with a warrior will have little angst. William Wallace in Braveheart sacrifices himself in pursuit of his goal. He has no middle ground, not for himself and not for anyone around him. Those who seek the middle ground are beneath him. The angst resides with the character of Robert the Bruce. It is his decision to attack the English army at the end of the film that makes us shout, Yes! Without the warrior Wallace, the Bruce would never have decided to attack. The warrior Wallace's sacrifice drives the Bruce to refuse continued capitulation. Gimli, in The Lord of the Rings, is always focused on defeating the enemy. He doesn't consider any repercussions. He just heads for the battle. When the great battle at Minas Tirith ends, Gimli prods Aragorn not to release the dead men of Dunharrow from their curse. He sees only that they can be kept in thrall to defeat more and more enemies. Aragorn proves his mettle as a heroic leader by freeing them. He knows that power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely as the first Baron Acton told us. Creator, Dreamer. If a destroyer rebel is a heroic leader, why is the creator archetype considered an unheroic hero? After all, we need imagination and innovation. We need vision and idealism. This defines the creator. Why is he unheroic? For the simple reason that the creator often lacks the self-discipline needed to stay with one task and not be distracted by shiny new ideas. Undisciplined creativity may create change that hinders more than it helps. The creator flees from any thought of being static, just as the destroyer does. Yet a story's protagonist must know when to change and when to hold fast, a dichotomy that causes the necessary angst that a protagonist requires. The negative form of the creator is the dreamer who never takes action. Imagination is necessary, but too many flights of fancy can overwhelm plans. The creator can juggle multiple projects. A dreamer will drop anything that loses its sparkly newness, and both forms of this unheroic archetype will not be concerned with ethics and other people and the pursuit of the new. Like Frankenstein and the scientist in Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park, they dreamed up this idea and brought it into being without considering any consequences. They dreamed it up, so they will do it. The creator dreamer loves the new and blingy, yet the daily grind will have this character archetype looking for a new road, and nothing is more challenging than a relationship. A story with a creator dreamer may never reach its end. John Hammond in Jurassic Park is the classic creator. He had the wealth to pursue his dream, 
He had the wealth to direct people to turn his dream into reality. Yet notice that he does not know what to do when his dream falls apart. Frankenstein, in any film iteration, including Gene Wilder's comic tape, is also a creator driven by new ideas to improve the world. Yet he has to keep improving it and improving it until he and his creation dance a duet of putting on the Ritz. Only a dreaming creator would not anticipate any problems with his monster. Is that fire? Magician Machiavellian The magician is enthralled by transformation. He seeks change, whether that change is needed or not. In this respect, the magician is like the unthinking warrior. He wants change so much that he may destroy a good thing. Yet transformative catalysts have great power. They can achieve the nobler ideals through discipline focused on benefiting others. The best traits of the magician are these, extremely long-sighted in viewing any project, remaining stalwart as old systems collapse, steadily guiding new systems into place. The negative form of the magician is the Machiavellian, the ultimate manipulator. Machiavellians can charm people as they deconstruct and reconstruct systems, whatever those systems may be. The Machiavellian may also manipulate others into transforming processes without letting the disciples know the destruction that will occur, or more horrifically, convincing the disciples that such destruction is necessary to change and achieve a utopia. This version of the unheroic hero becomes a seductive antagonist. In their pursuit of changing lead to gold, Machiavellians may use up valuable resources that others depend upon. When confronted, their argument will always be, look, we're going to get gold. Just give it a little more time. People starve as the process never quite works out. But those people go to their doom blinded by the master manipulator, believing the dream. The magician will appear charming to those who do not have to deal with his day-to-day single-minded transformations. Charmed themselves, they face the consequences of this catalyst. Iron Man presents the magician archetype across a series of films. In the series, he delights in his invention, then must play back up and finally catch up as he deals with the consequences of his invention falling into the wrong hands. He charms his world audience. He has the talismanic charm that keeps the official military on his side. Pepper, whom he loves, must deal with his focus on transformations. She loses patience as she realizes his charm does not change the consequences of his actions to the company and to their relationship. Notice how carefully Iron Man is crafted by the third film. He must sacrifice his talismanic charms to rescue what is most important. He tempers his transforming powers because he no longer needs those catalytic abilities to be satisfied with what he has achieved in life. Sage and Robot The Sage is a problematic hero. Seeker of wisdom, this character has a keen-edged blade that cuts the difference between truth and deceit, reality and artificiality, knowledge and stupidity. The best sages become teachers who first question the status quo, point out its flaws, and then guide toward a replacing perspective. Wisdom, however, is problematic. The sage is, after all, an unheroic hero that we may admire, 
but should not emulate. What may be wise for the immediate future is not always wise for the long-term situation. What may seem like wisdom, cast into a different form, becomes high demand of belief rather than wisdom. Wisdom may be presented in puzzling forms. The sage may become so impressed with cleverness that the character must cast everything in a riddle. The sage is an excellent mentor for a protagonist, but a good hero will judge whether or not to follow the sage's imparted wisdom. The warrior will not judge the validity of the wisdom, which is his weakness. The creator will try to twist the wisdom into a form that he can work with, thus twisting the truth from the wisdom. The magician may bypass the sage entirely. A negative sage becomes robotic in her or his arrogant stance on the truth pedestal. All those who do not meet the truth standard are criticized by the robot with, Why can't you see it? It's so clear. I'm surrounded by idiots. Can't you follow the steps? The negative sage may also seem so rational as to appear cold and merciless. With such a sage, the heart will be missing. As a writer, consider the problematic wisdom bulleted above. All three can individually drive a conflict for a protagonist. Leonard Nimoy's Spock in the Star Trek series is the perfect example of the aloof sage, filled with wisdom. Nimoy's Spock is beloved by many only because we fans caught glimpses of his angst. He fought against admiration for the intelligent and emotionally driven humans that his society told him were fools. His wisdom told him that humans held the truth needed for the universe to remain progressive as opposed to regressive. A truly tortured stage is Bobby Gorn of Law and Order Criminal Intent, the mind that so truly understood the psychological twist that produced criminals created a barrier between himself and what he wanted most in life. The Right Focus is currently in the series all about characters, from building and presenting a character to relationships, leadership styles, team roles, and special touches for characters. Avoid creating characters who are stereotypes. Reveal their public and private interiors. Focus on couples, mentors, enemies, and much, much more. The information comes from M.A. Lee's guidebook, Discovering Characters, part of the Discovering series on the writing craft. Link to the guidebooks are in the show notes. Thanks for listening to The Right Focus, a podcast for writers at all levels, hosted by M.A. Lee from Writers, Inc. Books, assisted by Remy Black and Edie Runes. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle called Background Music Loop. Its creator is Alexander Polishchuk, known on Audio Jungle as Plastic 3. The music comes in different iterations. Show notes and resource links for this and other episodes can be found at therightfocus.blogspot.com. Write to us at winkbooks at aol.com when you have questions, comments, and speculations. We will try to answer you as quickly as possible. By the way, we will not mind your email address. That's rude. If you find value in our content, share with your writing friends or write a review. We're small beans here without the advertising budget of the big peeps, and you can make a difference. And whatever occurs, right on.